African Safari Wildlife Park is a wild experience with over 800 exotic animals. Our drive-through safari features giraffes, zebras, deer, elk, alpacas, and even white bison, all of which you can feed right from your vehicle. Walk on the wild side with the Zoodal Pass and feed kangaroos, porcupines, tortoises, and rabbits. Step into our aviary adventure and hand-feed budgies for a memorable experience. Check out our live educational shows or ride a camel. Create memories that will last a lifetime at the Ohio Safari Park, African Safari Wildlife Park in Port Clinton. Happy Hump Day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Morning Show right here on Main Street TV. And, of course, Jennifer here to start off your morning with one of our favorite guests in the whole wide world, <laughs> Jackson County Dog Warden, Deb Fout. And welcome, Deb. It's so good to have you back. Well, thank you. We love having you here on the program. And um, you're full of it this morning. Oh, I am full I of mean, it. <laughs> you're full of it a lot of the time. No, I'm full of it all the time. Yeah, okay. She said it, not me. Yeah, I mean. But, no, I'm just kidding. But, no, you have um, several announcements that, I do. that, that we're I going do. to make this morning. And um, some you'll like and some you won't. Right. But, uh, well, I like all of them. <laughs> Deb <laughs> likes them. We're not sure that we do. But, um, no, there are several things going on in your world. And um, so we had talked and... We were going to do a couple of different shows, and then we were like, wait, Deb can just come in and, and kill all the birds with one stone, if right, you will. Right, right. Not literally, but figuratively. And uh, so here you are. So welcome. Thank you. Did you know Vinton County has a new dog warden? I saw that yesterday. Yes. Um, That's exciting. My friend Lori. Yeah. And she has experience. and Because she was a dog warden somewhere else, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, she... This girl knows that law book better than anybody I know. I she's a walking ORC. Look in, look out, Vinton Countyans, if and, you're doing something wrong with your critters. Oh yeah, and she's a big, <laughs> oh big time dog lover, and um, she's good. She's compassionate, but she's she's thorough. She's good. So if you don't have dog tags, you might want to run out and buy some. Yeah, if I were you <laughs> and Vinton County, um, probably want to go get the. Because the, the sheriff's in town. <laughs> There's a new sheriff There's in town. There's a new sheriff in town, that's right. Um, but, yeah, no, and, and listen, we, we've talked about it a million times here on the program, but, you know, your dog tag is the most important thing that you can do uh, because it helps fund what you all do. And all well, those times that somebody calls the dog warden because they have a something going on, that's what right. pays for you all. And by the way, I looked at Marley's dog tag and it's seven. So I think that I was pretty close because you said, because my whole uh, goal is to get number one and you said that's impossible. That's not going to happen. It's because there's happen. some people in the auditor's that's office right. that, that take it upon themselves to do that. And that's totally fine. So I think seven's pretty good. And seven's real good. I mean, mine's like 5,000 and some. So, you outranked me on the tags. Just saying. <laughs> that means you buy your tag early, too. I did. Yeah. Well, speaking of tags, you know, people, you need to buy your tags. The, yes. uh, because of the coronavirus, they extended the deadline of not being able to charge you a penalty till the 1st of July, which financially has hurt us immensely. Sure. And, um... 
you know, there's just absolutely no excuse right now for you not to have a tag. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we are citing people that don't have tags. And what, okay, so a dog tag costs what, $14? And a $14 penalty right now. And if, so it'd be $28. Yes. And um, so $28 for your dog tag right now, but what's the fine if you get caught without the dog tag? About $180 plus the $28 dog tag. So what would you rather do? I Just would have rather bought mine when they were fourteen dollars, honestly. Yeah. But and what the people don't realize, that's our funding. That's what runs our pound. And we have people that lose dogs that want our help, no tags. We have people that want to surrender dogs that want our help, no tags. Um people that need dog boxes, dog food, all the other stuff we give, no tags. And it's like, come on, guys. I mean, we give you a lot of bang for your buck. For $14, Right. you know, we're doing our calls every day. We're investigating cruelty. Um, in fact, I just won a case here recently. Three of my cruelty dogs are up north, and one of them's already been adopted. Oh, that's so good. And, um, you know, we have blessing boxes right now. We have the cat food blessing box, the dog food blessing box. Which, by the way, guys, we need some dog food. If you guys could donate 20-pound bags to us and some puppy chow, we could really use it to put in our blessing boxes. Okay, and where are those? Those are at the pound under the carport. Oh, okay, all right. And we just ask people to come when we're open, you know, to get our stuff. Because we've had people down there at night. We watched them on the cameras, go shopping, <laughs> picking stuff up like, nah, I don't want this one. And, yeah, I want a whole bunch of this. And if you need help, we're going to help you. Okay, yeah. I don't care if you have a dog tag or not. If you need help, we're going to help you. So we have food, um, cat food and dog food. We also have um, guys make our dog boxes for us. Mm-hmm. Humane Society buys our straw. So there's, I mean, we give you everything. Mm-hmm. And all we're asking in return is a $14 dog tag. Come on, guys, help us out. And I, Plus it's the law. Yeah, I mean, you know, a little thing like that. Yeah, and I mean, it's, and it's no sense cussing this out because we caught you without a tag. I mean, come on, we didn't break the law. We just caught you breaking it. Right. Why are you the Why are you the bad guy? Oh, I've been called everything but a child of God. I'm still waiting on that one. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But um, Well, I'll tell you what you don't want is this lovely lady knocking on your door. So let's just do yeah. what you're supposed to do. Yeah, especially if you're not taking care of your dog. I mean, I'm not I'm not playing that. I will tell you that we have something good coming up Sunday. Yay! This is like one of the funnest this events of the whole the, year. This is the best thing, and we hated it. We didn't get to do it last year, but we're having our dog swim over at Hillcrest. <clears throat> Excuse me. From <laughs> 1 to 5, okay? I'm just going to tell you, it doesn't matter whether you have a dog or not, or whatever, if you just want to smile and have yeah. a good time and see dogs be happy, literally go on Sunday to the dog swim. Hey, I've got five so dogs. Fun. I've got five dogs at home. I'll rent you one. Okay? You yeah, can, right. <laughs> you can rent one of my dogs. But the thing is, um, you know, one year I can't remember if we had the MRDD come out with a bus or if it was a nursing home, I can't remember. But they sat out there in lawn chairs it is and hysterical. they had a blast. And a lot of the older people from my church 
And even my mom went. And I mean, they sat out in the lawn chairs and you just laugh. And I mean, the dogs would come up and you shake the water all over you. And then, I, it's just uh, like just good old fashioned fun. Oh, it's, it's better than old fashioned yes. fun. And, and from one to five, you can bring your dog. Okay, I don't care where you live. You know, live in Kentucky, I don't care. We don't care, come on out, it's This fun. is the last dog swim that I will be the dog warden at. Okay, so because of that, it's entirely free. We're not checking you for tags. We're not asking for any donations. We're not asking, the only thing we ask you is make sure your dogs are sociable and yep. you know, not sick and not in heat. Please don't bring a dog in heat, please. And, um. Come and watch. I mean, oh. you can come and watch. You can come and swim. If you don't have a dog, jump in the water with them. We don't care. We don't care. Every, it's a free swim, too. You it's know, a free for the, swim. For the humans. Now, what we are going to do, we're going to have a raffle with uh, one raffle. Because I told Jen, I don't want anybody spending any money. It's my, my gift back to my community for all the support I've had all these years. Yep. So it's my gift to you. We are having a raffle. It's a dollar piece ticket or six for five dollars and it's uh i don't even know what we got it's a big raffle so just bring a little cash for that like a big basket of stuff if you want to yeah. throw some stuff our way you can throw some stuff our way and if you don't i don't care mm -hmm. this is my gift to you for for eight years you guys have bent over backwards to support me okay um if i say i need a bag of puppy chow and i go out on the road and come back there's like 10 bags of puppy chow <laughs> sitting outside of my door. Well, there's a reason for that. Well, you know, it's just, it's, you know, it, it's been, it's been a rough road, but it's been a satisfying road, mm -hmm. you know. So I want to announce my retirement uh, March 14th of next year. That's my birthday. I will turn 62 and I will also be a civilian. So I am retiring and everybody's like, Oh my gosh, you know, everything's going to change and what are we going to do? And I'm like, um, Jen Hughes, Jennifer Hughes is going to more than likely step up. I would say that would be a. She was bet. hired two weeks after I was hired. Okay. She and I started at that dog pound and we had four pieces of paper, four pieces of paper. That was it. That was it. We had broken waterers. We had a, a drain ditch down the front, and there was a hole in the back of the, you know, the kennels. And so on the back side, you would push like this as fast as you could go to get the water to go through the hole to go to the ditch. Oh, my gosh. You want to talk about a nightmare on Elm Street? That place was pathetic. Uh. It was very, very sad. And you all, through hard work, um, a lot of great hard work, um, a lot of great contacts along the way, mm -hmm. and people that respect the job that you're doing have made that dump into something pretty good. Well, you know, we're proud of it, okay? I mean, yeah, we're not the prettiest place you're going to go to, but by Joby's, find somebody loves their dogs more than we do, okay? Good I, luck want, with I that. want you to. But, you know, when we started out, we had four-piece paper, and, and we had uh, drain issues, and Barb Edwards, bless her heart, she would um, set up rescues, getting dogs out. And from there, you know, fast forward to 2021, okay? We partnered with Gigi's. We were one of the uh, five shelters. 
selected mm -hmm. out of 88 counties and they partnered with us. They came in and did about $40,000, $45,000 worth of repairs. Yes. Um, General Mills had a work day at our pound. Mm. They gave us lights. I mean, we can see. We can see on the side kennels. Um, Holy moly. They did fire extinguishers and exit signs that would light up when we lose power. Um, Kroger had some kind of... Um, it, it was a bingo event. Mm -hmm. So Kroger put out one carport and General Mills put out another carport. Mm -hmm. And then we, um, Homie had passed away and his family came out and uh, they did a bike, a motorcycle ride and raised money. And we have a fenced in backyard that is split in two. And we have kennels, we have buildings. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I walked through and showed you what everybody bought, we would be there for about two hours. Wouldn't it be interesting? Do you have before and afters pictures? You or? know, I do somewhere. I just That I, would be fantastic to show. It's just, you know, we came in there and that place was just, oh, it was depressing and it was, it, it, we didn't have any contacts. You know, we had Barb. We depended on Barb to get all our dogs out and... I went to um, My Furry Valentine in Cincinnati, which is like this humongous adoption event. And I went up there with business cards and made contacts. And some of them I have been friends with since then. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Connie and Jaretta out of uh, Urbana and Amber, you know, with the Bully Rescue. And I've just, I made lifelong friends mm -hmm. at that event. We got signed up for the Max and Neo. And I don't know if you've heard of Max and Neo, but they are one of the premier, in my opinion, collars that are out there. Dog oh, collars. Okay. And the stitching is reflective, and it's just, it's a good quality. It's, it's affordable. And for everyone that's sold, they will donate a like item to a facility, and we are on that list. Oh, that's amazing. So make sure that anytime you buy dog stuff that you order Max and Neo. Where do you get that from? You can get it from Amazon. Oh. And you know, okay. a lot of people have dogs that uh, will pull out of their collars and whatnot. So we recommend Martingales. Mm -hmm. And it's a limited slip collar. It cannot choke a dog to death. Mm -hmm. And you know, once again, it's high quality. Mm -hmm. It's just, you're not gonna believe the collar you get for the price you paid. Okay. I promise you that all of my kids wear Martingales. Or, yeah. I mean, uh, Max and Neo. And most of them have martingales because mm -hmm. they just look cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, That's um, funny. we cannot thank the community enough for everything that was done, you know, at our facility. We have, we have blessing boxes. Right. You know, we have a senior-to-senior -senior program that we started that Archinetti's, you know, became a member of. Yes. And... We have helped a lot of people, a lot of seniors at the Rascal Unit. We've passed, uh, Humane Society's passed out um, flea and tick medicines for us. A uh, senior senior has paid for some of the dogs to be spayed, neutered, uh, dental for elderly people. Because just because you're old and on a limited income does not mean you shouldn't be allowed to have a dog. Right, and have a companion. That, exactly. You know, that's, that's the whole point. And these little 200-pound house dogs that they have... <laughs> That they feed them everything, you know. 
pancakes and yeah. <laughs> you know bacon and eggs and yeah. whatnot I mean they're gonna have some little nasty teeth okay <laughs> but uh you know it, it, it's been it's been a ride but you know um it's very satisfying mm -hmm. to think of all the dogs that live better because of us sure you know the friends that I've made the support that we've had I mean when we started that pound, there was so much hate. There, oh. oh, oh my gosh! I mean, was it, it not <clears throat> just a constant fight between so many people? Yeah, I mean, it was like I, I remember it. I would go places, and they'd be they'd be cussing me out for something happened two years ago, and I'm like, "Hello, do I look like the same person that was here two years ago?" And I'm not calling out names. No, no, but let's be honest, and it's a fact that you had even, the, the shelter couldn't even work with the Humane Society. It was well, such a mess. 2001 to 2004, I was a dog warden. Mm -hmm. And I put dogs down every Friday. Mm -hmm. Good, healthy, sweet dogs every Friday. We didn't have rescues. We didn't have Facebook. You know, we had very slim adoptions. And that's why I quit. I couldn't handle putting dogs down. And now, we hardly put a dog down. Right. You know, we lost one the other day, but, <laughs> <clears throat> excuse me, he uh, got away from us, but he'll turn up. The last dog we lost was Finn. I remember that. My, Didn't he go back home? No, he lives in my home. Oh! Little Finnegan, little yes. fat Finn. Yes, yes. You know, when he does that, my, the little talking on Facebook. Yes. Yeah, Finn's a complainer. If you ever want to just have a good laugh, go to uh, the Fout Children, F-O-U-T, <laughs> on Facebook. It's my animals talking smack, and it's hilarious. And um, <clears throat> so, uh, you know, um, Finn was the last dog that we lost. He had, he had dug out of the carport, and for four days we chased his chocolate hind in on Beaver Pike. <laughs> and we had two traps set out. And we just kept moving and moving him. And we finally caught him. And he was supposed to went to a rescue. And I, I called uh, Licking County Sue. Uh, and I said, don't be mad at me. And she's like, what? And I said, I'm not sending this one to you. And she's like, okay, did something happen? I said, yeah, I fell in love. Aww. So that was like four years ago. So I still have fat fin. <laughs> and uh, I love him to death. But, you know, people quit panicking. Jen, she and I have been together for seven years because yeah. I was an assistant dog warden for almost a year. Lynn has been with us for over three. Mm -hmm. So by the time I, I leave, Jen will have been there eight years and Lynn four. And, you know, everybody always wants to give me credit for everything. It's not Deb, okay? It's it's all of us. We all work together. I mean... It is. It's our community, it's our commissioners, it's our, um, sorry, I'm up here tearing up crap. It's our law enforcement, it's our prosecutors, it's the police department, it's the community. I mean, everything we do is because of all the support we have. Well, but the support you get is because of what you do. So it all but it's, runs around but it's not in a just giant me, circle. And it is, but it comes from the top down, let's just be honest, and you are the dog Warden, so therefore you right. were starting here, and then, though, everything, 
you know, trickling down is also amazing. Yeah. And, and that is why you get the support that you get is because everybody trusts in the fact that, that that dog pound out there is doing the right thing by the community, by the dogs for mm -hmm. sure, and, and, and by everybody else that's, you know, helping along the way. Well, you know, the community, to include two judges, bought Coranda beds. So every dog has a bed. Every dog gets a, <clears throat> excuse me, a stuffed toy, a rope toy, um, a squeaky, mm -hmm. balls, you know, bones. M&R uh, meats bring us bones all the time for the yeah, dogs. Yeah, that's good. And um, I did. The support is just, you know, when I go to dog warden uh, conventions and whatnot, you know, and everybody's sitting around talking about things, and it's just like, wow, you know. <laughs> you know, I have commissioners who back me. Yeah. Okay. I have judges who and magistrates who do not like cruelty or... Uh, you know, they will prosecute you. They don't mess around in this county. With no. Our, our judges uh, don't take kindly to, to no, cruelty they don't. either. Or the, <laughs> or the magistrates, you know. Right. I mean, this is not the place that you're going to get away with cruelty. I mean, no. you know, they will. we will prosecute you, and the judges and, the and our prosecutors will uphold it, mm -hmm. you know. And it's just, I don't have the problems other places have, you know. We just have, yeah. you know, there's there's counties where their commissioners are like, yeah, 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 you know. Well, it, let's be honest, you know, before you came around and whatever, I mean, it was a constant fight. Um, and it, it's not the dog's fault. No. You know, it, but it was <clears throat> a constant fight and a constant between a whole lot of people. Yeah. And, you know, you've come in uh, and, and the staff and turned everything completely around, and uh, we can't thank you enough for that. Well, I, I it's think... It's an attitude, too, like, well, you it, know... Jen and I are we're never right happy. Thing. We're never happy or content with what we have. Right. Especially Jen. If I had a dollar for every time she changed it, you know, we'll have adoption forms, and she's like, I think, no, I want to do it this way. I say, okay. And it's, <laughs> we're never satisfied. It's like, okay, we can do better. Like, right now... Our dream is to remove some of the old broken kennels. We'd like to have that yard fenced in mm -hmm. so that we can have big-time playgroups going on out there. You know, we'd love to have our driveway paved. I mean, there's just dreams that we have. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think they'll come to fruition before I leave, but, you know, certainly keep supporting, you know, um, and trying to make us the best facility we are. We love our dogs, okay? We know That's for sure. What our dogs' names are, we know what kennel they're in, you know. Yep. Any given time you can come up and we can say, okay, this dog's in this kennel, this dog's in this kennel, and we know because we love them. We know who likes what. Well, and you guys are, are very good at vetting these dogs, too. Like, you know, this dog, well, might not do the best with cats, loves right. kids and other dogs. Right. Um, like Jewel. For example, yes, Jewel. Is, has she found a home yet? Um, actually, uh, Jamie was rushed to rescue, uh -huh. one of the transporters. And, I mean, that child transports. I think she's taking a dog to the moon. I'm not sure. I'll have to get back with you on that. <laughs> but, but that child, <clears throat> she literally takes dogs everywhere, okay? Yes. Rush, number two, rescue. Check her out and donate, please. But she found Jewel a rescue. Did she? Yes. So Sunday morning... Uh, 
Mandy, one of our local transporters, she came and picked up Jewel. And, you know, um, She's Lynn so was out there, our little retired Navy helicopter pilot. Yes. She was out there, and she has literally taken Jewel everywhere. I think she, Jewel went to Archinetti's. She came to Archinetti's, yes. Yeah, she came to visit us up there. You know, and, and she was jeeping Jewel because she liked to ride in a jeep with Lynn. And Lynn took her tractor supply. I don't even know where all Lynn took her. Jewel got to go on quite a lot of adventures. She did. Jewel was an old pit bull, old fat pit bull. And, uh, you know, she came to us and we were all in love with her. And I will tell you that pit bull, pit bull mixes um, are very hard to keep for a long time, a long period of time in a kennel situation because they get cagey. You know, they get a little ragey sometimes. They mm -hmm. don't do well with long-term confinement. Yeah. They so, need room to roam and, and some love and, yeah. and to well, play. Well, they're people dogs, mm -hmm. you know, and you isolate them and it gets to them. So we try to move our mix pitties or pity mixes out as quickly as we can. So Lynn, we had her since June 27th. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. We all said goodbye to her Sunday, and then Jamie kept her for two days, I think, at her house before they could go to, you know, the rescue that took her. Yeah. And Jamie fell in love with her. <laughs> but Not you know, surprising. It, it, it's just that's that's what we have. I mean, we have so many people that would just, you know, kick up and volunteer and do things, mm -hmm. and and you know, I'm not going to say what facility, but. Um, I have some dog wards, wardens that's going to come and start training with me next week. Mm -hmm. And we're going to help the county out and help them get their people trained up. That's fantastic. Um, Thank you. We've trained up some Vinton County dog wardens because you can't hand somebody a badge and a pole and a no. ticket book. Listen, no. And tell them to go on the road. No. There's... You will get killed out there. Mm -hmm. Okay. If the dogs don't kill you, the people will. Yeah. And... Um, you have to teach a person how to approach a, a mean dog or a scared a scared dog will bite you faster. Mm -hmm. And they just have to learn the proper handling um, techniques and, and how to talk to people, you sure. know. And uh, well, it's a fine line, and I think you've mastered it. But um, you know, you have to be tough yet you have to be empathetic all at the same time. And it's there's that. Oh, yeah. Sweet spot in there that you have to find, you know. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, you know, you just be getting madder and fire about things. And then, you know, you have to take in consideration. I mean, some people, that's just how they were raised to take care of their dogs. Mm -hmm. So sometimes just simple education can fix a problem. Yep. And then some people just just should never have a kid or a dog. <laughs> that's I, true, I'm not going to lie. Well, you've, you've been in some situations. I know you showed me um, or told me about some situations that you've been in recently, and it's just unbelievable um, in rescuing some of these dogs. And, and um, you just can't believe people live that way. Well, I, I'll tell you, uh, some of the places we've been in, whew, man, I mean, <laughs> oh, my dogs will stop me at the back door and like, you need to strip, no. Mom. <laughs> you are not coming in this house. You need to clean yourself off before you come oh, in. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we had this one house. The roaches were out in the daytime. And, I mean, a couch was lifted up by the health department outside, and so many roaches came out. 
that it was a collective, ooh. And then we've been in, you know, walking to a backyard where the fleas, mm -hmm. you know, where we spray ourselves down with, you know, deep woods off. And they, uh, it, it's like the fleas, you know, flip us off or something like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not hurting us. They're like <clears throat> super fleas. Oh, the yeah. Cor corona fleas. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> and uh, some of the places we go is you, and it's, some of the places aren't safe. Mm -hmm. And then another thing that people don't realize we do is if someone passes away and they have dogs, we go in and remove the dogs. And sometimes we have to remove them before the coroner can come in. So sometimes those dogs are with their deceased owner. And we've literally had to pry them. I was going to say, that yeah. that wouldn't go over so well. No, it, it's... They don't want to leave their human. Oh, it breaks our hearts. Mm -hmm. I mean, if that is truly the saddest thing that we do. I mean, it, it chokes me up thinking about it. And see that. So what we do is, um, I have a rescue, barely use pets. Anytime I have a, a uh, dog from a deceased person, I call Connie and I say, look, you know, I need you to take these dogs, and she'll take them, and that's my way of honoring your memory, is to make sure that your dog has a good place to go. And it's just, um, it's sad. I yeah. mean, it's just so sad. We can't explain to the dog why, you know, you were living great, and now you're in a pound. And it's, it's heartbreaking. Sure, and they didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> no, and please don't call my pound to jail. I hate that. Oh, yeah. I hate it. My pound is not a jail. My pound is a layover. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've been really, uh, <clears throat> I've been like this since I quit smoking about eight months ago. So forgive She quit me. smoking and now she can't, uh, now she gets sick. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. I get all clogged up and I can't, I can't think and I don't fit in my clothes anymore. So I'm on my third set of clothes and I'm like done. Okay. It's, <laughs> I mean, they're either going to be tight or I'm going to, you know. Got me a bike, so hopefully I'll start riding. Or, you know, I've been riding, so hopefully I'll lose something. <laughs> but, you know, um, another thing we do is if uh, the law enforcement needs to go in the house. Yeah. We've stood outside and had a mean dog on a pole while they did a search. Uh, the three trucks that had an accident not so long ago out on the highway where the yeah. guy died. Uh, yeah, we... I went and took that dog. Oh, there was a dog there involved? Was a, there was a dog in the truck that the man had died. So, um... Oh, no. Actually, the uh, truck driver, um, they had gotten a hold of us. I was at home, and they got a hold of us because we check our messages in the evening, and he had called wanting his dog. So I went out to the pound and met him and let him have his dog back. That's so sad. But, you know, um, someone gets arrested for drugs, you know, anywhere in the county, from the state police, the JPD, WPD, OPD, you know, Sheriff's Department. You know, we have to go and get that dog. Sure. So if it's 3 o'clock in the morning, you go get the dog, you take it back to pound, and you go run home, try to sleep a couple hours, because you still got to be in at 8. Yep. So it's just a lot of things that we do. I don't think people realize, you know... We don't sit around and play with puppies. We, the pound has to be so sanitary. Okay, I mean, we scrub and then we put sanitizer down and we scrub again and then we have to rinse it. And it's just, 
things have to be so-so. The dishes have to be sanitized. Yep. The, um, their bedding has to be sanitized so that we don't spread disease. Every dog that comes in, thanks to Gigi's, gets a five-in-one shot if they're four months and above or four-in-one shot if they're below. They get the board of telekennel cough. They get the mm -hmm. flea and tick medicine, and they get wormed. Mm -hmm. And that's where we start. And the Gigi's pays for our shots, and then Jackson County, well, and beyond, the donations that we get sure. pays for the flea and tick medicine and pays for the uh, wormer. Yep. So... Well, I think that's fantastic. And, you know, these are all things that that you all do on the daily that people don't understand, I think. So if, if people want to help um, Deb, what could they do? What would be the, the easiest thing for people to do and the most beneficial to you? Well, right now, like I said, we could use some uh, cat food, 20-pound bags or what whatever size bag that is for cat food, I'm not sure it's the same as dog. We could use 20 pounds bags of dog food because okay. it's just easier to put in the blessing box. Okay. Um, lemon and lavender pine salt, the real pine salt because the generic does not hold up. Okay. Um, bleach, that is the real bleach that kills 99 point yes. whatever. Yeah. It'll say it right there and that would be the non-splash and the flavored bleach is what I call it. They aren't, that's not real bleach. Yeah, just plain old, like, yeah. bleach. Bleach. Yeah. Um, also, we would like to, um, you know, like I said, try to get a fence. I mean, if people want to make a monetary donation, um, I do not have our friends group's uh, PayPal with me. But if you message us, Jen will give it to you. Okay. But we would lo really love to fence in, you know, part of our yard and just so the dogs can go out and play. I mean. Yeah. We've, we've got six dogs right now and five of them's out playing as we speak. Right. And uh, the other one's too bashful, so she gets one-on-one. -on -one. But um, I should say we have six right this minute because I'm getting ready to go get some more. Oh, man. So do you have dogs available for adoption right now? Not right now, we don't. Not at the pound? No. Okay. Because we, uh, now we do have some people that are posting dogs on our Facebook page that need homes. So we have, uh, unfortunately, a lady just passed away, a friend of ours, and her dogs is going to be posted in the near future. Okay. So, um, but yeah, those, those immediate needs, I mean, we really want the fence. I mean. Sure. It brings us so much joy to watch our dogs be happy. And yeah. who wants to be in a kennel? I mean, they want to go out and play. We let them go I out mean, and play. We don't want to go out and play. Why wouldn't they? Look at us when we came off of quarantine. I know. Everybody ran out and played. Yes. <laughs> and now Still doing it. <laughs> half the people stick, are sick yeah. now. but. Well, we know that you're busy and that you need to get on because you do have a call um, that, you're, that you need to get to. Um, but... You'll come back and see us before you retire, correct? I will. And, you know, the retirement, it, it, there's a couple reasons. Number one, I have a couple tears in each shoulder. So my shoulders, um, I can't lift anything more than 20 pounds right now. So I'm just feeling kind of useless. Uh, but, I um, doubt that. I You're not, <laughs> obviously, but, but understood. And, and, you know, I just feel like I can... I won't be rich, but I can afford to retire. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm retired military, and I have military disability. So that coupled with, you know, my dog warden, Social Security, 
I'll be okay. And I just think that if you can afford to retire, do it. Life is so short. It is. Both of my fathers worked to the day they died. And I have sworn for years I would not be that person. And it's time for me to bow out gracefully, mm -hmm. you know, while I still have some health. And uh, let the younger ones move up. Well, and the, the great thing for you is that you know that you can step out and there are just absolutely amazing people waiting to, to take that role and, and um, so that has to help a little bit. Well, it, well you have to understand, we, we have it, um, anything we do out there, the three of us talk about it and we make joint decisions. Mm -hmm. So if Jen wanted to change things, well, you can't say Jen will change things because if she wants to change things, we change them now. You know? Right. We sit there and we talk about things and, and whether it'll work or won't work. That's just how we work out there because I don't believe just because you're the leader means you know everything. A good leader is going to listen to the bottom person and all the way up because just because you are not the leader doesn't mean you don't have a good decision. 100%. A good idea. I agree. So that's how we've always worked it. And, you know, any changes that we've made has been genonized decisions. So there's not going to be any difference. The difference is you have to find somebody else to cuss. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds great that you don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> I know, right? That's, a, that's one thing I'm not going to miss, okay? For sure. All right, so you will come back and see us before then but let's talk about one more time the dog swim oh my which gosh is so positive and oh so my happy you're coming aren't you and i'm gonna be out of town what i know i already oh got gosh, it from our good friend kelsey and kelsey's gonna be I here i know oh my god kelsey's marley's aunt kelsey's, kelsey's coming Marley. sandy and brian might come some of our old friends from the pound and it's just like well, you know, we'll just be like, nanny, nanny, boo, boo. Jennifer had to go somewhere and couldn't come here. I know, because I got a message from Kelsey the other day, our good friend Kelsey Post, who's having a time yes. right now. Yes. Um, and she's moved away, so we don't get to see her very often. But she and Marley are besties. And um, she said, I'm coming. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get together another time. Yeah, we will. And hopefully, you know, we can have some kind of another event somewhere. Yep. You know, so that all the friends can get together before I, Absolutely. you know, retire. But, yeah, I can't wait. I'm, we get to see Kelsey and I think Sandy and Brian, who's big time, big time helpers. They moved away as well. And we're really hoping they'll be there. And you know what? If you don't have a dog, you can either rent one. <laughs> There's plenty or, to spare. Or or just come, bring a lawn chair. So fun. And um, <clears throat> just sit there and pre be prepared to laugh your butt off. Yes. That's the big thing. <laughs> There's lots of giggles, lots of smiles, lots of oh fun. Oh, my gosh. And the kids, and some of those dogs dive better than we do. I know. I, I can't think of who it is, but they bring their, um, is it their labs or their goldens? But anyway, they've got them diving off the side of the pool into the water and just like, oh my gosh. I know. And then you see these little tiny dogs going like, you know, through the water. And then if they start staggering, there's always hands. Yeah, somebody's helping. Somebody's hands are reaching out and yep. helping that little dog to the next person and <clears throat> to the owner. Yep. And sometimes you're like, <clears throat> excuse me. There's been times like, I'm, where's my dog? 
I think the last time I brought like four of my dogs and I, I couldn't find them. I was like, where's my dog? And uh, somebody would have my dog. Yeah. So. Yep. Good time. So that's what, one to five? Yes. On Sunday, Hillcrest yes. Pool here yes. in Jackson. Yes. Everybody knows where that is. Bring your dog, bring your lawn chair. If you don't have a dog, totally cool. Just come and have fun. And, that's it. And, and don't be that person, oh my gosh, you got fur on me, then stay home. Then don't, yeah. You're <clears> going <throat> to get wet and you're going to get, get fur. furry. And, and you're probably it. going to get mud on you too. It's because hard. they find, there could be a mud puddle this big at the Hillcrest <laughs> Pool and the well, dogs and an, find And it. another thing, what we do is, is the gates are shut so there's dogs just doing laps, just running, just, just running. having fun. Oh my gosh! And it's just please make sure leave your dog that's in need at home. Yeah. Okay, because we will kindly ask you to leave, and if your dog is aggressive in any way, shape, or form, please leave it at home. Yeah, because we're just letting them go. Knock on wood, we've not ever had a problem. Yep. Not ever had People a problem. People are responsible. Yeah, they really are, and we're gonna have a uh, little um, pooper scoopers in bags, so. Yep. Do not panic if your dog does what nature calls it out to do at times. Be responsible. Go clean it up. Yep. Don't, don't nobody want to step in that. No. But um, I'm excited. I hate it you're not going to be I know. Here. I do, too. It's one of my favorite ah. things. Yep. But, uh, so. Well, Deb, thank you for coming in, and we appreciate it. And um, we'll let you get to your call, because I know you're, you have some things you need to get to. Yeah. Um, yep. But you will come back and see us uh, beforehand. So thank you for spending your morning with us. I, I know you're very busy. And, and, and thank you once again um, to everybody that supports us. Yep. I mean, from the highest to the lowest person, um, we feel your love and we appreciate it. Well, you've earned it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Force Jackson County Dog Warden Deb Fout uh, and uh, announcing her, well, retirement not till march don't panic and don't panic because she is uh leaving it in good hands as well so not a worry all right so mr james are you coming over or is phil, phil oh so we have some news for you this morning i guess so while we're doing that um let's head on over to your weather forecast because well it's very very hot um, and they're saying that tomorrow may be like one of the hottest days, if not the hottest day of the year thus far. We're going to have temperatures near 100 degrees, uh, or at least feels like uh, near 100 degrees tomorrow. Actually, they're saying the heat index tomorrow at 102. So not a good thing. Speaking of your dogs and, and uh, your friends, please check on them. Make sure they have plenty of water. Any of your outside animals, plenty of water as well. Today, uh, hot as well, partly cloudy. That chance of thunderstorms, this humidity is through the roof. You cannot breathe when you go outside. So if you can, find a nice cool spot to, to hang out for the next couple of days. As we get on to the weekend, um, looks like Saturday, Sunday, maybe a little bit cooler. But uh, anyway, please check on your neighbors, check on your pets, check on everything because we are into the hottest days that we've had of the summer and it's very dangerous and very, very um, humid and anyone with breathing problems is going to have some major problems uh, this past couple, this next couple of days. So, All right, Mr. Phil is here and um, I have a feeling I know what you're going to report on. 
Yeah. I think. Yeah. Because it was kind of the talk of the town yesterday and, and what was going to happen. Are we talking about the school board? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. So the Jackson City School had a school board meeting last night mm -hmm. and um, to say that there were some people that had some stuff to say is probably an understatement. And were you there? I was uh, remotely covering it. Okay. Safely. Since, yeah. He kept his distance, probably smart, because boy, yeah. were there some hot, hot, hot people, uh, and you know, from both sides of the aisle, uh, that had some stuff to say. Yeah. Um, so tell us about it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, which uh, I didn't see this as any sort of a surprise, but uh, their last school board meeting, um, they voted in uh, a mask policy uh, that mandates either the use of a mask or a face shield when going into any school building, and that's for students and staff, visitors, anybody that enters the building. So the last time they had met, they implemented that. Um, and the dissenting members of the board that voted against that were Dr. Brian Morris and uh, Kim Harless. Mm -hmm. um, so I figured there would be some public participation this time around, and uh, that was the right assumption. There were nine people signed up to speak. They each had three minutes, though some people went over that three minutes. Um, out of the nine, there was one person that spoke in favor of masking. Oh, really? One. Okay. And that was the first individual who uh, spoke on behalf of his sister. It was Patrick Armstrong spoke on behalf of his sister, Abby McGee, um, who is a mental health professional here locally. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll, I'll, I'll speak a little bit more about that because everybody else's um, complaints or arguments uh, contrary to the use of masks or very similar. Okay. Um, but so Patrick, or I guess Abby through her brother Patrick, uh, said that she, you know, had watched last year and this year and throughout the pandemic has watched how the virus has impacted families um, emotionally, physically, financially, all that, and, um, and saw that here and how homeschool and internet problems and challenges and the number of vulnerable families here in Jackson County and just continue to see that negative impact but at the same time she fully supports the decision to mask because it's crucial for the kids to remain in school and to not have to be put in a situation okay. where they're dependent on technology where there might be a lack of uh, you know high-speed internet but more moreover than that it's that social interaction that they have mm -hmm. and the structure like judge or uh, yeah like judge Skaggs has said uh, when he asked the school board to consider not offering online mm -hmm. classes classes especially for the middle middle school students because I know when I was a kid if I were to be sent home and told you know do your homework by yourself <laughs> no way <laughs> are I you gonna that. do that no no I mean like judge Skaggs said in recent months it would be the exception to the rule to have a, a young kid that would be that responsible to go home and do that work without any guidance and without any anybody watching over them. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the rest of the people we had, um, a number of grandparents and parents and even teachers in the district that spoke out against the use of masks. Not that they are denying the fact that the virus exists, but they, more often than not, were saying that they would appreciate the option they would like to be able to be to make their own personal choice right or okay. to make the decision for their children for their child 
Um, and I can't really speak against that at all. I, I completely understand. Well, you're a parent. I mean, personally, yeah. how would you feel about it? Your, your child's not really, well, he's going to kindergarten this year, yeah, this, right? This is his first, he'll, this will be his first year in school. How I do mean, you feel about it personally? Well, he, he had been in daycare since he was three. So he's been in that, you know, social atmosphere. He was one of the few that got to remain in daycare when they had to whittle it down to like six kids in a classroom. Mm -hmm. They never had to wear masks. The teachers did, but he didn't. Now he's had to wear masks when we're out in public. He's had no issue with it. I mean, of course he would rather not, but I, I think that he's at a young enough age that he would have no issue with it whatsoever because for him, unfortunately, this is normal. I mean, this has been a They don't big know part any different. Right. It's so sad. You know, we were talking with Jenna about about this. Um, she's going to college. She's like, whatever. It's just been our life. Like, yeah. I'm, it's just normal now. It's sad that it's normal. And it's sad. I'm, and I feel bad. I, I would be, I would be lying if I said I wasn't upset about it at first because I don't want him to, on top of being nervous about going to school, also have that added stress. But at the end of the day, I recognize what this virus is and what it's capable of, and I would much rather him be safe and be around other people that are being safe as well, mm -hmm. just to cut out any chance of him becoming mm -hmm. ill with anything like this. Because, because the little ones can't get vaccinated right, right now. Right, exactly. And I mean, even when that becomes a possibility, I mean, you know, that might be months down the road. Maybe, yeah. So there's no other option right now. And I can, and a lot of the people that spoke last night also pointed to the fact that Jackson is the only school district in the county right now that is requiring masks while mm -hmm. Wellston, Oak Hill, and, um, and now Vinton County, which they just announced Monday night, that they are encouraging the use of masks but not requiring it. Mm -hmm. um, and there was, there was some confusion, there's still some confusion about the fact that people have to wear the masks on buses. That's not a local decision. That that's a that's, mandate. That's the one that came down from the state. That's like that's the from, one mandate that they they said. That's from the CDC. So that's at the federal sure. level. That yeah. you have to wear one while you're on a mask um, on a bus. On a bus, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, yeah, don't argue that one. That's that's not going to happen. Yeah, there's no there's no sense in worrying about that right now because that's out of anyone's hands here locally. Yeah. Um, but I'll go through and I'll pick out some of the things um, that the people said against the use of masks. Sure. Um, one woman who said she had, she's a grandmother of three uh, students in Jackson City Schools, um, she pointed to the fact that the vaccines uh, are yet, not yet approved for children ages zero to 12. And she also spoke about the exponential rise, as she put it, in depression, anxiety, and suicides among younger kids. And she pointed to um, the use of masks and isolation and the loss of learning um, as catalyst for that so she believes that the kids would be much better off just to go to school not have to worry about the masks um, another individual who has two children in school uh, said a lot of those same things he also said he didn't have a lot of uh, stats or scientific proof and said that he didn't uh, didn't need such things um, he says that masks are becoming the concern more than education um, mm. that's a good point I understand what he's trying to, you know, convey there, and he, like I said, pointed to the fact that Jackson City Schools is the only district in the county requiring that right now, mm -hmm. and it's not being mandated through the health department or at the state level yet. Um, he also, this, 
would play out later on in the meeting, uh, but he pointed to the fact that uh, one of the board members, at least, had walked into the meeting with uh, her mask down, and during a presentation that happened prior to the public participation portion of the meeting, had pulled her mask down to speak to students and hand out um, certificates of recognition to the members of the high school media team. Um, so he pointed that out and, and said that the board members were voted in for educational purposes and not for healthcare purposes. So hmm. that was his point. Uh, there were, like I said, there were a few actual teachers from the district that were against the uses, uh, use of masks uh, who also have children that go to school in Jackson City Schools and pointed to the fact that there was an unbelievable amount of stress placed on especially the older kids because they were used to going to school without masks. So mm -hmm. this was a big change for them. Um, and she pointed to the fact that she's been, you know, one of the teachers has been a teacher for 21 years along with her husband. And she said that they personally at their home made the decision not to socially distance and not to wear masks. And um, she was very adamant about the fact that if not for that decision that they made at a personal level, they, that she believes it saved the life of uh, one of their teenage uh, children because they felt as though she was going to commit suicide. She was so stressed out and depressed. Really? Yeah. Um, so it, it all boiled down to the fact that most of these people just want to make their own decisions and they want to, they, they stress the fact that they believe the Board of Education is there to make decisions solely about education and not so much about, you know, uh, healthcare related issues. And I get that, but who, who makes that decision if the school board doesn't? Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, somebody has to. And that's, that's what it boiled down to when uh, Mr. Howard took over after the public comments portion had ended. And he, like he had said when the decision was first made, um, this is a no-win situation Absolutely. for members of the board or the administration. That we can all agree on. Yeah, definitely. I, I feel like. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, I wouldn't want that This done. thing sucks Absolutely. Like, for everybody. And nobody on that board would disagree with that, I don't think. Mm -mm. And Mr. Howard also pointed out that though the board members, you know, they don't even agree amongst themselves about this, this topic, but they do so without animosity and they do so civilly and they mm -hmm. get their points across without yelling and screaming and pointing fingers and there's a way to do things. Sure. Um, and he also, after you know, he addressed the, the public comments, he showed some videos highlighting some news stories that aren't from Ohio, but from, you know, especially down in Florida, where okay. some of the kids have already gone back to school, uh, a big spike in the number of uh, specifically Delta variant COVID-19 cases. Florida has gone, I mean, I mean, their governor's gone rogue and oh, yeah. basically completely the antithesis of like, you will not do this. Yes. And, and I, other school and school districts are going against him and saying, we don't care what you say. Yeah. Our kids are wearing masks. Um, so Florida's, I don't know. I guess they're a good one to watch to see what happens. Yeah. And it, it's not indicative of how everything is everywhere else, but it's a good it's a good microcosm to examine to see how, especially since a lot of those school districts have already gone back, mm -hmm. and they have seen a spike in the number of, of younger people that were before weren't getting the virus and weren't contracting it nearly as often, 
And if they did, it was over with very quickly and pain, you know, almost always pain free. Um, but the data right now down there is showing that it's really picking up. It's picking up steam and it's picking up steam across all age groups. Mm -hmm. So that's something to definitely pay attention to and watch. Um, and that would hopefully help guide the decisions made here locally. Um, if we would start to see something like that, which we've all seen lately that the cases are up um, from where they were just a few months back when we thought all this was over and done with. Well, let's just be honest, you know, our health department hasn't done a, a weekly or daily, you know, update for a long time and then all of a sudden mm -hmm. has announced that we will start doing that again. So there's yep. a reason for that. And um, it's a little scary to think about that, that it's, that it's, I, I can remember Pete sitting right in, your, in the chair that you're sitting in and uh, me saying, what's going on with the coronavirus? Like, I haven't heard anything. And he goes, I don't know. Like, there's no reports anymore. <laughs> and I was like, good. Yeah. And here, we're sitting here right back talking about it again. So we had a little hiatus anyway. But um, I don't know. What, what was, was there anything then decided or changed um, from the meeting or were they just listening? Just listening. And I mean, it's, he, like I said, he showed um, a number of figures uh, from last year and how many cases each you know, building had. Um, showed the video clip, showed the CDC mandate for the bus masking mm -hmm. so that people could understand that it's not a decision that they, that mm -hmm. they made locally. Right. Um, and what the district has done throughout this process is they've relied heavily on the advice of experts in the field of medicine and epidemiology and 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 it have admitted that they they are not healthcare professionals they know little to nothing about this so that's the only thing they can do they have taken into consideration Correct. what people have had to say but those people not all but most of those people aren't healthcare professionals either so mm -hmm. you can take the consideration of what people have to say and you can take the advice of what healthcare professionals give and you just take those together and make the best decision that you can make and that's what they've tried to do. I, um, I feel so badly for anybody that, that is tasked with making decisions and, and you know on a school board or even um, you know on the governor's level for shutting down things and, and all of this because there's no playbook for it. Yeah. Um, you don't know what to do. There's always going to be 50% that are mad at you uh, or happy with you one way or the other. And you have all these people having to make decisions that aren't healthcare professionals, but yet have to make, somebody's got to make the decision. Yeah. And then on top of this with the school board, it's a double whammy because you're having to make decisions for people's children mm -hmm. and they want control of their children's you know, lives. So I get all of that and I'm so glad I don't have to make that decision. Uh, me too. That's that's it's a good a scary point. Thing. I mean, the board president Pat McDonald brought that up when right after they had made the vote to um, to mandate the masks, and said that where everybody likes to make the decisions for their own family and children, that particular group of people is tasked with making the decisions that are supposed to be the best for everybody's children. Mm -hmm. So there's little room for error, and siding on you know erring on the side of caution is probably the best route to take. 99% of the time, if not 100% of the time. So, yeah, it it might not be a bad idea for us to try to get Mr. Howard up here to talk about this. And, sure. And 
let him, you know, you know, speak. They're always more than welcome. Even any of the school board members are, uh, yeah. are more than welcome because, um, you know, they've just been handed a, a really crappy decision to have to make, and and um, and it could go, it could go, one of two ways. You know, it could go a number of ways, but it could go that things get a lot worse, and we go back to where we were, you know, last year, and then they would have been right to do what they did. Right. Or you know, it could go away again. And they would have been overly cautious, and still nobody gets hurt in either one of those scenarios. So what's what's the problem? And the one the one point, and I think you made it early in our discussion, was the fact that the most important thing in the world, and I think Jenna would agree with this, is to keep the kids in school. Uh, yeah, definitely. And I think it would do a lot more harm. Whatever that takes. Yeah, whatever it takes to keep that in-person instru in instruction going. Yes. Because unfortunately, um, as, as Jackson City Schools and other school districts learned last year, when you have to rely on remote learning, um, not all families have the best I mean, I structure. Have, I, I live just on the outskirts of town and don't have access to the fastest internet, yeah. you know? And, it, it's doable and it, it's fine, but it's not. If we had three kids at home trying to do work and yeah. whatever, it would never pass. I don't think. And well, a lot of people wouldn't have time. I mean, everybody's you know, most people have jobs that they have to go to right. during the day, and that you know, school has always been, you know, a way for their kids to be safe and while you know they're being taught everything they need to know. Sure. But and then you're tasked with trying to keep up with all their schoolwork on top of all the things you have to do throughout the day. Absolutely. So it's it's very important for them, you know, education aside, but to have that social interaction with their friends. It's not, you know, it's not ideal for them to have to do that through masks, but as it stands now in Jackson, though they have to wear the masks while they're inside the building and on the buses, while they go outside for recess, they can take them off. Mm -hmm. And they even had to wear them at recess at some point mm -hmm. last school year. so. There have been some loosening of the restrictions, and um, it's not as bad as it was before. It's, it's, I completely understand why people are upset. I was upset sure. when I first learned that it was going to be mandated. Not that I don't believe that it exists, but I just didn't want my kid to have that extra stress, like mm -hmm. I said. But then I've seen how he acted in the airport like we talked about the other day. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't think care. anything of it. No, he doesn't care. He's going to be excited to be around a, a bunch of kids. He's going to be excited to learn new things. And I feel bad for these older kids that aren't used to it yet, that have been, you know, put through the ringer with this stuff. Mm -hmm. I totally understand. I understand all sides of this argument. I do. Um, it's just time, I think, for everybody to be amicable and to come to an agreement that we need to do what's best for, for everybody, to do what's best for the group. Um, you know what else I think is fantastic, and this is kind of off point, but I think it's fantastic that they had that many people show up and sign up to speak and yeah. participate at a school board meeting. Mm -hmm. I mean, that doesn't happen. Um, so good for you all that took time Definitely. and wrote out speeches and, and, and participated in what you have the, the ability to participate in any time, but people choose, you know not to or whatever so and a lot of that's amazing a lot of those people pointed that out too that it's wonderful that they have the opportunity to go do this sure and they and a lot of those people articulated their points very well i mean kudos to everybody that yeah. had the gumption to stand up and speak for what they believe in and that's the only way you can start change at all is to to go out say what's on your mind group together 
whether or not I believe in your argument is irrelevant. It's, it's, it's just part of the process. No, so. it is part of the process, and that's fantastic. And it's fantastic that no police were called. Right. It's fantastic that everybody stayed civil. Mm -hmm. You know, all of those things. That's, that's how it's supposed to work. It is. So. Well, cool. Thank you for reporting on that. I knew it was a big discussion uh, buzzing around, especially, you know, at the restaurant yesterday. I was there for lunch, and... You know, I had a lot of people say, oh, my gosh, there's a school board meeting tonight. It's going to get wild. And, you know, people were really watching to see what happened. So I appreciate you coming up to talk about it and report on it. No problem. So, And also, uh, you can watch those school board meetings, correct? Yes. Uh, Jackson City Schools has their own YouTube channel, and they live stream all of their meetings through their uh, Jackson High School media team, which is awesome quality. They do a great job. They were also uh, honored uh, before the meeting got into the public participation part. Um, so kudos to those guys. They do a great job. Uh, the audio is crystal clear. They have varying uh, camera angles even. So it's, it's a really high quality production that they have down there. Way to go, kids. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, we better get out of here for the day. We appreciate you so much for tuning in. And uh, thanks to Deb Fout for coming in, talking about the dog swim this Sunday. Yeah. It's a blast. If you've never been, I'm telling you, you could go in the worst mood ever and leave so happy um, because it's just fantastic. And uh, thanks to you, Phil, for coming up and filling us in on that school board meeting. Happy so. to do it. All right. Well, we'll be back here tomorrow on Thursday. Day, correct yes yeah. all right and then Friday is our little Jenna's last day oh. so we're gonna make her chit chat with us a little bit oh, okay so. all right well have a great day everyone thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you right back here tomorrow on Thursday bye-bye